Welcome back, everybody, to We Are TPM with myself, Kyle Teixeira, sitting next to John Teixeira as usual. Today and this week, we are going to be discussing, should I keep my home warranty as a landlord or have one at all, I guess? (laughs) Um, (laughs) If that interests you, you want to talk to us about anything we talk on this podcast, come visit us in downtown Mansfield, Texas, or... Give us a call, 817-818-9039. Shoot us an email at showmethemoney at wertpm.com. Let's get into it. Should if, you, if you're a landlord, should you keep that home warranty? No. Okay, we're done. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Um, that's about it. <laughs> Question that should be the asked best. and answered. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could just say no. People would take my word for it, and, and we'd be good to go like that, right? But that's not how the cookie crumbles. How does the cookie crumble? What do we have to explain? <laughs> well, okay. So there's people that already have one, right? And so should I renew it? There's people that ask us, should I go get one? Mm-hmm. Pretty much the answer is no. But so I guess what we need to do is explain the reasons why we don't like them. And there are some that I'm not as opposed to, okay? Some newer ones. So I'll let you talk a little bit about the reasons why we don't do it. And then and then I'll share with you some of the ones that that might be a good option for people if they really want to do it. Yeah, we're talking about as a landlord, right? Because what are the, some of the reasons people – we we're not going to – just talk about why, whether you should get one in general, right? But a lot of times people already have one when they decide to transition their home should I renew to it? a rental. Should yeah, I pay so the six, renew- seven, eight hundred dollars yeah. to renew, renew it? So let's start with why would I have a home warranty? Value and kind of like an insurance thing, right? Some some assurance. So you pay seven, eight hundred bucks, and every time something, some system of your house breaks, you will pay seventy five bucks for someone to come out. And this is a, this is general, right? This is pretty general, but they they all kind of fall in line with this model. Um, seventy five bucks as a trip fee to get everybody out, and then what whatever needs to be done to fix it is covered, right? Essentially, that's what happens. Um, uh, outside their fine print, yes. Yeah, outside their fine print, and we'll so, get into that. Um, uh, you know, home warranties fall into two camps, people that love them and people that realize that they're useless. In the camp of people that love them, I find that camp to be really small, but those are the people that have had extremely good experiences financially with them, meaning they didn't care how long it took for a vendor to come out and replace the water heater because they did it for $75. They didn't care if they had to wait a week and a half for, with no OC, AC, while it was 105 degrees out because they did it for $75. I mean, like, at some point, if you're having success, if you're successfully having your home warranty company come out and replace big ticket items like that and you're not out of pocket, then the convenience is inconsequential to a homeowner. Because you're saving the resident money, Right. In a rental, home warranties don't save the resident, the person living in that home, any money. No, they just cause them. Yeah, it saves the homeowner money. So um, let's get into, I guess, part of that is legal requirements, right? So when we rent out to a tenant, we have legal requirements under Texas law and where we're at. At other places, there's other laws there. But like, Emergency situations, yeah, they're housing standards. So uh, an emergency situation like it's 106 outside like it is today and your AC goes out 
Well, that's considered an emergency in the state of Texas because it's exceeding habitability. It will quickly make that home inhabitable, meaning as a landlord or a property manager, you have a legal obligation to get that problem fixed as soon as you possibly can. That's how the law says, basically. Um, There are some timelines, but the general rule is as soon as you possibly can. Well, I guarantee you submitting a request to a home warranty company and waiting for them to assign (laughs) a contractor and get that contractor out there is not as quickly as I possibly can. Um, Well, I think that the wording used is more specifically in a reasonable amount of time. Right, yes. which which is very similar to what you're saying, okay? So it's not exactly as fast as I can. I mean, you can call one guy or another guy, and they're going to do it in two different timelines. So, But the point is it needs to be a reasonable amount of time, and and most our, – our experience, and we have a lot of it with home warranties, is that hardly anything gets done in a reasonable amount of time. Yes, and part of it is there's a lot of psychology that goes into part – of what we're going to say, but like that vendor that is with that is assigned by the home warranty company and working with them is very likely to put you towards the bottom of their list because they're making more money. It's more likely that they're making more money on their retail customers than they are their home warranty customers. And when it's 106 outside, it's very likely that a lot of ACs are going out and they're having a lot of customers. That's just how the, the industry works um, in that aspect. Well, you know what? AC is a great example to pick on. Can we pick on them a little bit? Yeah. Because it's a good example of, of, you know, where, oh my gosh, nobody wants to live in 106 degree temperatures without AC, right? Like that would suck for anybody. We get it. And some of our tenants right now are having to do that. We've got so many units, there's almost always an AC out somewhere that we're working on, right? Mm-hmm. And we feel for them and we try to get it done as quickly as possible. But when we have a home warranty on a property and our homeowner says use the home warranty, we just kind of cringe because a whole bunch of reasons. It takes them forever to get out. To your point, they're not top of the list, right, to to the first stops that they want to make. But here's the other thing. Reality is a home warranty company with AC can actually cost you more money. In some cases, I've heard a lot of instances where they actually would cost you more money than if we had just sent our contractor out. Example, they may go out and say, the outside unit's not working. You need to change the outside unit, and it's going to cost you $1,500. It's not going to match the inside unit. So if you want it to match, then it's going to cost you eight or $9,000 for an entire unit. Whatever, right? I'm making, I'm making some numbers up. They may be higher than that. Oh, and by the way, none of that is covered in your home warranty because in the fine print, it only covers, you know, certain things and it never seems to cover whatever's wrong with the AC because they seem to look for oh, yeah, they, they, reasons they, they yeah, don't like cover Yeah, like the AC is covered, but the installation, labor, and materials for the drain pan and drain line aren't covered because that's not part of the operating system of the AC, right? But you have to have it. You know, stupid crap like that yeah. that, that adds up. And I think one of the biggest problems from experience that we see is the vendors uh, it always blows my mind that they know this but the vendors know what's covered and not covered and i think that is the biggest conflict of interest because they will go say this thing needs a whole bunch of stuff that's not covered because that gets paid to them 
Yeah. And, it, and if you start attacking them on it, which I have, a whole bunch of it's just gibberish. Like, it's kind of like your college tuition bill that has, like, you know, uh, advisory fee. Uh, you know, it's like yeah. 17 million fees <laughs> um, that don't make any sense. Uh, so that that is very common. Um, I'll even talk about my personal experience with, with a home warranty that I got in the purchase of a home. Um, and this is one of our reasons for for not suggesting people having them on rentals is they find the cheapest solution. Mm-hmm. As a property manager and a landlord, you want the best solution for the longevity of your rental. And cheapest and best don't always, you know, we're trying to find a happy medium, but there is extremes where it's definitely not the best thing for your property. And let me give an example. Um, they replaced, I had a home warranty company replace an entire AC system in my first rental home because it still had a home warranty and I still lived in it at the time. Um, they, and of course they did have a whole bunch of uncovered things, right? So it didn't cost me $75. I think it was like 2000 at the end of it. Um, or 1900, something like that. If I remember, they put some crap AC unit that I could not tell you the name brand of it's other than they mm. t- I've later found out of some Chinese brand that you know that wasn't very ne- well known even my AC guy had never heard of it um, when the problem eventually occurred that I'm about to explain so compressor outside goes out on within a year it's under warranty I mean at this point I have a tenant in there so it's under warranty right well, they're, you know what they tell me? It's under warranty, but the manufacturer won't have one of these parts available for another six months after they make it. So you got to wait six months to get this warranted, this warranted part. So that's not happening. So now I have to pay to buy a whole new compressor, right? Um, another six to nine months goes by, and the air handler goes out, right? And same problem with the air handler. Can't get the warranty Um can't get the part replaced. So now I have to pay for a whole new air handler. And at this point, I obviously don't have home warranty anymore and wouldn't. Um, so I'm putting good parts in here. So all in all, after about two and a half years, I had to replace the AC system entirely again and pay for an entirely new AC system. So that $2,000 didn't save me any money. So it cost you a lot more. It cost me a lot more. You could have just replaced it once with a contractor that you trusted Mm -hmm. that would have given you a great and fair price and been done with it and not had all this headache. Yeah, and I mean, I'm a great example because we manage like hundreds of properties, right? This has never happened at any of our other properties on any of the other units we've put in. Never. Like not even close. Like an AC system not lasting two and a half years, not even close. I mean, Mm they either... You could not change an air filter for five years and it probably will make it if it's brand new. Not suggesting that, not yeah. suggesting that at all, but <laughs> that's that's the huge difference there. So, and these things, like, you know, I'm here to tell you, they do happen. So we're picking on AC companies, but, and, and it's easy because it, like in the example I was, I was going with, like, let's say we could have gone out and, and a lot of times our AC company will find that it's a capacitor that's out, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of AC companies are built um, to sell systems, right? So, and their, their technicians are incentivized to sell systems. And so you don't know anything about AC systems as a consumer. You don't know that your capacitor, even I know what capacitors are. I still wouldn't know if my capacitor is out or not. Right. 
I might know to ask you to check it, but other than that, I would have to. Be, I would just have to trust you if you tell me it's good or bad. Well, and and, we're and that's picking, a seventy-five dollar part. Yeah, we're picking on ACs for a reason because we're picking on the one thing that might actually save you money with a home warranty. Because right. we tax anything point. else, it's not saving you money. Right. Because good people point. think of it a, because that may be a six, seven thousand dollar system replacement think about the rest of the things it covers what's the next um, next most expensive thing probably water, water heater. heater yeah water heater which 1100 bucks yeah 800 almost to 1100 bucks about but, two three hundred dollars more than the cost of a warranty yeah and after they're 800 bucks and they're 75 dollars to come out there and i'm sure the uncovered plumbing that isn't covered <laughs> at the top of the water heater you know whatever the tmp valve that needs yeah, to be changed you know, in the in the drip whatever they don't the, cover on that yeah. that part um becomes somewhere close to 1100 dollars, right and i get Things can reoccur, but this is where the longevity of these home warranties come in. Your eight hundred dollars for this home warranty was the first year, and the second year comes around. Now you're pumping that eight hundred again and again and again. And there's only so many systems in your house that can break and need replacement. Well, and here's another. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Kyle. And I mean, it all comes down to the AC, doesn't it? So, yeah. so here, because there are no other systems, it covers electrical, plumbing, right, appliances. So, here's the other thing. Let's say you use a home warranty. You have a a, a tenant that their AC goes out, and would wouldn't be uncommon for it to take a week and a half, two weeks, maybe, for them to come out diagnose it, get authorization, order parts, go back out, right? The whole process. If you're lucky, it can take days. I've seen more often than not, it's a week or longer. Mm -hmm. During that time, what would you do with your family? Especially if you've got small kids, right? Are you going to live in a house that's 106 degrees? No, you're going to, you're going to go somewhere else. Yep. And likely you're going to be angry at your landlord for not fixing this fast enough and you're going to scream and yell that you want credit for your um for your rent and if you have any compassion for what's happening you might consider doing that so and you might have an obligation to do it in yeah. some areas some states yeah. i mean you, you may very and likely be obligated so the point is that's going to cost you money isn't it yeah I mean, what, what does cost it cost you? It, it's rent on an average size home nowadays, what, 50, 60 bucks a day? Yeah. Isn't that about right? So every day that somebody that you're having to prorate or credit somebody's rent because they had to go in a hotel room, you're they're still not made whole probably, but you're you're losing money that way too. Yeah, it's probably more like $75 a day, I mean, if we're being honest nowadays. So, so we hate home warranties is what it, what it comes down to. I wouldn't sit here and say we hate them, you know, like because the, with the clients that buy houses and sell houses with us, going to be like, well, then why are you suggesting them? Because it's a whole different thing we're talking about in rentals, right? Yeah, so, so I... Don't hate home warranties across the board. And there is caveats to what we're saying there's some home warranties that let you use your same your own vendors um, which solves some of the problems we just described but it doesn't solve the time problem it doesn't solve the do we think it's worth it problem do we think it saves you money over time like we i use the five-year example will it save you money over five years because you're going to spend what <laughs> close to four thousand dollars on just the policies not service trip fees anything and 
Well, here's the other thing is as a homeowner and a property manager, I want to have control over how my home is maintained and how it's repaired. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like when I'm having to consider the decisions that a home warranty company is making, I'm not able to do what I want to do. If I want to upgrade something because I know I'm going to sell this house in five years. So if instead of putting $200 into replacing a burner on a stove, I'd rather really rather get rid of that 20 year old stove and replace it with a nice new one, because I know that I'm gonna have to re-rent it or resell that home someday. Those are decisions that homeowners can't make with Mm -hmm. they're strapped and kept from making those decisions with a home warranty. And yes, you might pay $300 more, but that's a that's an economic decision that homeowners should be able to try to make. And when you strap yourself to a home warranty, you're unable to, you're just at the whim of whatever they want to do. Well, and the, so here's an experience one that is reality of what does happen. If you're a homeowner with a home warranty, right? And your dishwasher stops running. As a a homeowner, hopefully, has more knowledge of how the systems of their home work and stuff like that. Um, But a tenant has, you know, I'm not blaming all tenants, but this is a reality of what can happen. Tenant sends a work order for dishwasher broke, right? That's what you get. So do you... they just sit and wait for somebody to come And even if you call them, they just tell you it's broke, right? So, all right, do I send my... Do I send one of my maintenance guys to go check it and see what the real problem is, right, so we know what to do from there and then submit a home warranty request once we know what it's for? Or do I submit submit this to the home warranty? Because if I send dishwasher broke to the home warranty, you know what they're going to do? They're going to send an appliance person, which appliance repair person, which is going to take... You know, and let's call it a week or two, right? Say that your drain line and is then, messed up. We don't yep, fix and that. Then and then when, when your drain line's clogged, they're going to be like, okay, well, this <laughs> is a drain line issue. We need a plumber. So now another $75 goes to a plumber. And plumber comes out and he says, I unclogged the drain line, but the outlet is also not working. So another $75 to an electrician. And hopefully at the end of all this, it's fixed. But that wasn't $75 to fix this problem. That was two hundred and twenty-five dollars to fix this problem, and that may sound ridiculous, but that happens, and we experience that problem a lot. So no, you're right; that does. And sound we ridiculous. solve it by, okay, maybe I'll send my maintenance guy first on an unclear problem, and you pay one trip fee to him. We're gonna have to pay him a trip fee, or or us a trip fee, or whatever, and then. And we're put in a difficult situation from our homeowners because when we're used to trying to mitigate problems quickly mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, I have a home warranty on there. Why didn't you use a home warranty? I'm like, ugh, you know, like so um we try to make sure that we're doing that, but when, like, it's hard. Have, it's outside it, of our systems. It right? is hard. And it's it's like and even when we know, so like say pools, for example, you can get home warranties to cover your pool equipment. And there's nothing more frustrating than hmm. pools that have uh Home, warranty, home warranties. Yeah. I have one pool that has a home warranty. I think probably 12 to 13 times I've submitted service requests for this pool pump at this home um, because it's not operating enough. It does not pump enough water to keep the spa up to the fill line. This is just a fact. I know enough about pools and experience that this pump needs to be replaced. And until it is, this pool will not operate correctly. Well, the fine print isn't things operating correctly. It's operating at all. It, if they run, it's not replaced, right? So 
Yeah, over about three years. It took about three years and about 13 mm. requests and 13 payments of $75 just to get them to admit the pool pump needed to be replaced. And then we replaced it, and guess what wasn't covered? All the new plumbing attachments and all the new seals and all, like, literally the O-rings were not covered on the seals to this pump. Like, and it ultimately costed, like five or it was it was eight hundred dollars from the home warranty my pool company it was fourteen hundred and of course we had this was an airbnb so we had a guest there and had to pay the fourteen hundred because the home warranty couldn't get it done for two and a half weeks and it would have costed us a lot more than that in refunds to guests so it's just another one of those things like was it worth it i definitely don't think the 13 requests for something i knew the problem two three years ago was worth it but Okay, so it's clear you don't like them. <laughs> so I don't okay, like let's the in in rentals. I think it causes these problems. So the reason why we sell them when we buy homes is for secure peace of mind for our homeowners, mm-hmm. right? That's why we do it, especially with first time home buyers that are just getting familiar with how to mitigate these problems. How what kind of maintenance issues are they going to have with a home because they've never had a home before? So mm-hmm. that's what home warranties really are for. Landlords should not use them as a maintenance tool to coordinate maintenance. However, if you were going to insist on it, and you brought this up, there are a couple home warranties that uh, are intriguing that take away some of the concerns that you and I have talked about. Not all of them, but some of them. And one of them is a company called Achoza Home Warranty, and it's it's the name is is the name because you get to choose your own contractor. Yeah. So I talked about that in general. I wouldn't I wouldn't I've actually plug used to this though. Specific home no, but. Well, no, it's fine. <laughs> if I'm just telling people that if they're thinking about doing it, this is one because you actually you you get you get your contractor out there. So like our problem, we can have our own contractors out there, right? Mm-hmm. They go out there, they get a chose on the phone and off, get it authorized, the diagnosis and authorization right then and there. And then they, they're, they're ready to do the repair right then and there. Um, I've seen it in action. Um, it seems to work. I've seen it in action on a limited scale, not an ex- not not an extended scale. Um, there's another company, um, Home Warranties of America, that's doing a plan very similar to this. So, all I'm saying is that <clears throat> I don't I don't prefer home warranties for all the reasons that we've mentioned. I don't prefer any home warranty because it takes away control over how I'm going to maintain my home. But if you're going to insist on doing one. And you think that we're just barking up the wrong tree with our advice here, then at least use one of those two to try to mitigate some of the concerns that Kyle and I have experienced. Yeah, because I just don't believe the value is there to actually save you money. And at the end of overtime, and at the end of the day, that's the goal, right? And I, I would argue that if you had 20 properties, would you consider? <laughs> paying for home warranties across all 20, right? If you look at it from that aspect, it's like, okay, well, that's a lot of money. That's like $16,000 every year just to keep these all 20 home warrantied. Would I spend 16000 on all these? I mean, maybe, but... Yeah, the home um, warranties are getting expensive too, aren't they? I yeah, mean, and I'm using 800 as a baseline. That's about the baseline that's now. That's where you c- cover it. But yeah, you add that pool, you add those... Uh, those uh, AC upgrade stuff, you know, all that, it gets a lot more expensive. Um, 
And actually, I'm not even sure, Kyle. In the past, the renewal price is quite a bit more than Mm -hmm. the price at purchase. So they give you a special price. They give us the ability to give to to present a special price at the time of closing. And then when you go to renew it, like let's say that thing costs you six hundred dollars, and it renews for like eight fifty nine hundred dollars, right? Yeah. And nowadays it's like eight hundred dollars at closing, and God knows how much it is at renewal time. Well, and then like like then they give you a monthly price that looks nice, like seventy five dollars a month. Like it was going to be seven fifty, now it's seventy five dollars a month. Like it's not even close to seven fifty. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. It is kind of close to seven fifty, but it still adds up to be more and. The other point I didn't bring up is just use some common sense, right? Like, are you going to spend $800 to warranty the systems of your home if they're all a year old? Like, I'm not saying they're not going to break, but if your AC is a year old and, you know, you say you buy a new house, how long before this home warranty becomes worth it? You know, cost versus reward there. It's funny, Kyle. You and I both have had this experience with, like, um, electronics, right? It's a very similar type of mentality where when you get to the register and you're buying a TV, they ask you if you want the the warranty that goes the extended warranty that goes with it. And it's some fancy extended warranty and it costs you another fifty or sixty bucks. And at the time, if you're paying six hundred, fifteen hundred, something like that for a TV, it doesn't seem like much, right? But in general, I think you and I are of the opinion that that's a waste of money. If you do that oh, yeah. every time you purchase that stuff, an absolute waste of money. Having said that, I think you've had the same experience I have where you made the decision to do that for some reason and it like actually it actually saved you. Like you actually saved I mean I've had I've had that experience if you haven't. Um so for the most part, 99 times out of 100 I don't do it, but like the one time I did it, I ended up having to replace the thing and it saved me. So well, ironically, it, I always make a it's not really sarcastic, but I have a little motto I always tell them when they ask me if I have a warranty. I'm like, if I never buy a warranty for anything in my life, I'll save myself money across yeah, the board, right? That's right? It'll never cost me as much as all these warranties I've ever been offered, right? As, well, like the extended home warranty, car warranty on your, or extended warranty on your car. You know, you always want to buy that, right? Yeah, it's it's true for oh, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kidding. No, you don't. And, and don't it's even true. pick up that phone call. It's true for all insurance, <laughs> right? Let's think no, about no, it. No, in, it's if it's called insurance, it's different product. Warranties are completely different. Okay, but it's it's insurance. insurance. It's, it's it's basically you're insuring something. You're insuring some something from happening. So, but it's still it's the the business model is exactly the same. How many of the water heaters am I going to have to replace? Um, and, and in order for us to make money, the insurance companies are like, how many car accidents are we going to have to pay for, you know, and so that we can figure out how much money we're going to make versus the amount of policies that we have. If you, if you add up all the money you've ever paid your car insurance, I guarantee you it's a lot more than anything you've ever received from all the car accidents you've ever been in. Guarantee it. But it's, maybe that's not true for people who have a lot of car accidents, well, but that, it's probably, probably true for a few people, people who don't there. have a lot of car but accidents. But most people, that's probably true. It's I guarantee it. true for me, but I've never totaled a car. And when you total a $40,000 car, maybe maybe that counts for something, but... <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I mean, the point, but, you know, we can't w- drive around without insurance, right? Mm-hmm. That's against the law. So that's that's different. But you can go without a home warranty and you should. And you can't go without home insurance if you have a mortgage. But okay, <laughs> all right. 
Different subject. Are we done? Yeah. Talking about home warranties? Just don't use them in rentals. Well, in, in the last, no, this is another piece that is probably yeah, ties into our whole podcast the most. Tenant experience matters too, right? Yep, to keep a tenant for longevity. Um, if they know, if your excuse for these long timelines on maintenance every time is because you're waiting for the home warranty company, like they're going to find out. They may end up wanting to move. Like you may get have great tenants that want to move just because you do that or just because you're using this warranty for repairs. And trust me, that can happen because I've had that exact thing happen before. So we've had that exact thing happen. So, yep. Just to tie that in. But if you want to find out who you want to hire, if you don't want to use a home warranty or anything about anything mm. regarding not home warranties and not using home warranties. You know what? <laughs> this, this, death, this, huh? You know what? This was a good subject. You know why? Because it comes up in every one of our conversations with new homeowners, doesn't it? Every time. Well, and most commonly it comes up when they have new houses and they still have a home warranty because they recently bought those houses. Yeah, um, well, there's nothing you can do about that. You have to deal with those warranties. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why it, it's a very common question. I, ironically, one of the most common questions that we don't think about when we think about what people mm. want to talk about in these here yeah. in these common questions, right? Yep. So if you want to hear any more common questions, anything about what we talked about today, shoot us a call <laughs> at 817-818-9039. That's 817-818-9039. Or shoot us an email. At show, show me, me the, the money, money at wertpm.com and we are out. out.